What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services on the commute, talking real estate. Commercial, residential, multifamily apartments, uh, buying, selling, leasing, and property management. Also, some construction management thrown in there. So, uh, before I wanted to talk about this while it's fresh in my mind. I was uh, talking to my CPA and then also listening to some podcasts about uh, the new tax reform for real estate. So, you know, one thing you have to keep in mind to also as a disclaimer for me, you know, I'm not a CPA and uh, this is just for informational and entertainment purposes. So whatever I say may not be true. Um, consult your CPA if needed for your particular situation. But um, tax reform came through last September and then now is taking in, in effect for those of you who are filing your taxes or should be filing your taxes here soon. And, um, you know, real estate, you know, the reason why you got get into real estate is that uh, one of the benefits is that you can avoid paying taxes on your income because uh, you're a real estate investor and real estate has tax advantages. Um, a few things um, about uh, avoiding uh, taxes legally is um, you know 1031 exchanges, uh, cost segregation, uh, and uh, you know just um, uh, de deductions that you can take uh, as part of your uh, expenses. Uh, during your normal course of business in real estate to offset the money you make so that you are exempt from paying taxes on that income. So uh, cost segregation I learned was the ability to segregate pieces and, and different aspects of your property to depreciate it uh, more rapidly or entirely. So uh, you need to get an expert in cost segregation. Uh, you know, your CPA should know uh, who does that, that does these studies, as they call them. So you have to have an expert come in, look at your property, um, and I think it's limited to properties over a half a million. Um, so probably your multi-unit uh, properties, um, or you know, if you have a half million dollar property that you're renting out or whatever, then. Um, that might work, but mostly for multifamily properties over a hundred or over five hundred thousand is what I'm told uh, that you can get somebody to come in. Um, it has to be a third party, like an appraiser, and uh, look at your carpet, look at your kitchen cabinets, your uh, fixtures, um, and I don't know what else is included, but they, uh, you know, your your drywall, I think, your doors, your windows and they uh, put a value to and a, a lifespan to each of those items and then you can depreciate those items based on um, the life uh, span of that particular uh, personal property again you know I'm, I'm very this is why I hire uh, a CPA uh, I use Sarchev and Associates in Strongsville Ohio that um, they're uh, pretty well versed in the real estate arena but you know at the same time also uh, make sure that you interview your cpa and find out what they know and uh, what um, strategies they can give you as part of uh, your particular tax strategy 
uh, to uh, legally um, defer taxes or uh, be exempt from taxes. So anyway, um, uh, you know, t I think typical depreciation on uh, real property is 27 years, but you know, carpeting I, may be a lot less. Um, you know, your faucet fixtures might be a lot less. Your uh, light fixtures are a lot less. So you can see that that you can depreciate um, your those personal property items more rapidly, uh, and that's an advantage. So you don't have to wait 27 and years to uh, depreciate uh, the the value of the house you can segregate that out so to speak uh, from you know personal property and real property uh, so talk to your CPA and you know look, take a look at uh, cost segregation services uh, your CPA should have a referral if not um, direct message me I met a, a couple people in the Cleveland area that have a uh, have educated me and have companies that uh, facilitate this type of service uh, for real estate investors. So cost segregation, definitely check that out. Um, and then some of the new deductions, from my understanding, you can uh, deduct uh, certain things instead of 50%. Um, now you can deduct them 100%. So uh, you know, if you bought uh, furniture for your house that you're renting out or flipping, then um, instead of it being 50% deductible, it's now 100% deductible and stuff like that. Expenses that you incur in your normal course of business, um, you know, home office and things like that. So there, there's, there's some really big tax advantages now that the tax reform came through, um, I could probably say that uh, you know President Trump uh, influenced that a lot, and it's uh, to our advantage that he's a real estate uh, guy by trade, so he understands these things, and it's definitely benefiting the real estate community um, across the, the U.S. with these new uh, tax reforms. Um, and then 1031 exchanges, if you don't know what that is, that is, you know, if you sell a property um, you ha and you have a gain on it, you uh, owe taxes on it. But if you're going to use that money to put into another um, investment property, then uh, that gain can be either exempted or dis uh, deferred. I'm not sure, but uh, the 1031 exchanges, although I've uh, haven't done one in a very long time um, and we probably should have you know I didn't learn about that until uh, we were a few years into our house flipping stuff that um, you know we, we probably should have uh, looked into looked into that sooner but um, since I'm not flipping a lot of houses and selling my own properties I haven't done it but a, a lot of our clients have been um, using and taking advantage of the 1031 exchange to defer or exempt taxes uh, on the gain. So if you're buying a house um, to flip and then you make a hundred grand on it, you obviously owe uh, taxes on that gain. But if you take that money, all of, and I think it has to be all of the money, um, and put it into more properties, then you are exempted from paying those taxes. Or you know, I, I guess if you 
uh, sell your last properties uh, or your portfolio without ex doing a 1031 exchange, that's where you'll you'll probably pay your taxes. So huge uh, um, strategies to help uh, save you save you some money on taxes, which will allow you to use that money for more deals or whatever um, you need to. So. Uh, I'll come in with the, in, on the next segment uh, so we can break it up and talk about, um, you know, just uh, some other things that uh, happened the last couple days, and we'll see you here in a bit. Segment two, um, just uh, documenting my past couple days, uh, you know, just been in a frenzy, you know, this is they're good problems to have but it's also stressful and you know I don't want to lose business but I'm really struggling keeping up with uh, the brokerage side of my business and that's because you know I have uh, property management responsibilities that I need to attend to and that um, is uh, what takes up the majority of my time so I, I did hire an assistant to help with scheduling showings but you know between showings and um, uh, managing ma repair and maintenance of the properties and then also um, evicting tenants and, and managing tenants and all of this stuff and we're picking up new clients so we're uh, uh, you know uh, trying to get properties uh, transition to our management it, it, it it's a lot and then you know I what really suffers is because there's really um, you know, it, it's uh, immediate needs versus long-term needs, but the long-term needs uh, really is what I need to spend more time on um, in order to make the money that uh, I'm looking to make and then also grow my business. So, you know, I, it's going to be tough to grow my business if people are waiting on me to um, get property listings to them or finding them properties. Luckily, I uh, was able to get a letter of intent um, for uh, two apartment buildings, 40 units total by the same owner that uh, they were trying to sell. And so it, the, the, the offer seems pretty uh, attractive. They were looking for 1.1 million, I believe. And uh, the offer was for um, a little bit less than that, but very close. And so, you know, fingers crossed that we can get that deal to the closing table. So pretty strong buyers. Uh, they uh, are out-of-state investors from uh, California that are looking to invest here in Cleveland. So I'm hoping that we can get that deal done and um, help them out with their property. So, um, yeah, so trying to... Uh, and you know, I'm always open to suggestions. I think you know what I need to do is just uh, um, you know just spend more time. You know, and you know, family time may suffer a little bit, but um, and then also other uh, leisure or non-productive activities like watching stuff on YouTube or watching uh, shows. Not that I watch uh, shows a lot, but I've been you know, sometimes caught uh, going down the rabbit hole with uh, videos um, on Facebook and 
um, on YouTube mostly for real estate investing but uh, and other business entrepreneurial type videos but and then the other thing that um, takes up a lot of my time nowadays is coaching the travel basketball team uh, my son's travel basketball team so uh, I don't want to give up that so I'm just gonna have to spend more time um, you know between 7 and 2 in the morning or seven to midnight you know I try to get six to seven hours of sleep a night so um you know so i got that window of time uh between 5 p.m uh and uh let's say 11 12 uh in the evening to just try to pack more stuff in there at least for now until i can uh, afford to hire an assistant or getting new agents into the office so i'm hoping to leverage them to work on deals even though I might be giving up uh, some commission on those deals to these new agents uh, I will it's better than nothing uh, or zero percent if I can get these deals done um, because of time constraints and things like that so for you brokers out there commercial brokers especially let me know what your strategies are to uh, get these things done especially if you're also providing property management services and also um, doing a lot of consulting with your uh, investors. So um, again, good problems to have, but we, we don't want the, the business uh, or our brand to suffer because we're not able to um, really uh, respond and efficiently uh, get things done because we're you know we're uh, overstretched so I'll, I'll continue to discuss um, how things are going how things are working different strategies that I'm using personally um, you know we've talked about in other episodes about utilizing uh, software tools like uh, CRM uh, customer relation ma relationship management systems uh, and also um, uh, electronic uh, signature document uh, programs and things of the like so uh, communication also to you know trying to utilize email and um, you know more automated ways to respond to um, clients and, and and stakeholders and customers and uh, everybody in between so with that uh, I'll leave you but um, you know, just keep keep uh, grinding away. And uh, until next time, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.